Well, welcome back. Welcome back. What's up, people? Hopefully, uh, you survived week four of NFL. Yeah, week four wasn't bad. Week four wasn't bad. We're getting on. We're getting back on track. We're getting there. Back. There's still some guys that are moving a little bit slow, a little gingerly, but I'm your host, Tamara. I'm your boy, Tony James. This is the Fantasy Football Show, and I think I need to start with Oakland as. Uh, well, I mean, we'll 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 talk about it more in the injury I, list, know, but it, I, I'm not Bowl happy. Hopes. Yeah, Everybody, there goes those anything hopes. There's, said, but he's not. I mean, two to six weeks. Two to six. But, we'll talk if, about it in the injury I, report, yeah, but yeah. but I'm I'm still not. I'm you know it's you know be. if Carr gets the flu, it's yeah. over for us. So. True. So there's that, and then I am zero and three this week. I lost wow. in every league. I went four and two, four and two. So it wasn't it wasn't too bad. But the two that I lost were two that I didn't want to lose. So I'm now my worst record right now is one and three in one of my leagues. So I, I am zero and four in one of my leagues. Zero and four. And you know what hurts the worst? I had almost seventy points sitting on my bench, and it's in the it's in the league where you should be a vet. Thank I am. Yeah, you should. You know what it is? Here's the problem, and then I'm ready to move on. <laughs> I have too many good people. Yes, and so it's like, which good person do I start this I have week? The same problem. Like when you're in a league where where you only have one good running back and you've got to make the rest work, and it's one good me, wide receiver makes me question your analysis. Whatever, you should be able to. Pick out those matchups by this point. You're right. Yeah. And I did not put Mike Evans in, yeah. and I did not That's have... That's because you know why? Do you want to know why? Because you don't listen to my fantasy That's advice. not true. It's because... To I told you to start Mike Evans. I know, but that's you also didn't. in a league where like you don't I have st- caliber was, players better than Mike Evans. Charles Clay over Austin Hooper. You did. I, d- I did have Charles Clay. I had two um, tight ends. Okay, I'm just on the pod last week. You said no. That was in a di- that's in a different a league. Way about Hooper, so I'm that's in a different Hooper. league. Okay, that's in a different league. Okay. That's not in the league where I had 70 points sitting on my bench. Well, you know. So there's that. That's how my week went. All right, so let's get with uh, let's let's start with the top performances of this week. Um, some surprises at quarterback position, Mister Deshaun. Watson. I'm gonna say you had that. I'm gonna I say you had that. I had the last show. That amazing. Thirty-three fantasy points, two hundred eighty-three yards, four touchdowns, and a rushing touchdown. Five total touchdowns from this kid. And quite frankly, I maybe not this level of production, but I believe him being consistent is sustainable. Um, it's next week. He's got Kansas City, which. That's gonna be that's gonna be a battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then after that, he's got Cleveland. He's got a bye. He's got the broken Seattle secondary, and then he's got the Colts. So this guy's production mm-hmm. is just gonna be it's gonna be astronomical. Be careful about the Kansas City game. It is gonna be a tough defensive battle, but I think Alex Smith and Deshaun Watson are both gonna have fairly decent games with minimal turnovers. So it's gonna be good to watch. So what I hear you saying is I don't want either of those defenses. Probably not. Okay. Probably not. And then Mister. I know who would have thunk it. Mr. Cam Newton. 
man jumper, jump him, romp him. That's what it is. There we go. I was pulling it out of my head. Romp him wearing man himself, <laughs> Cam Newton. Listen up, people, about Cam Newton. Don't fall into the trap, okay? We talked about Fool's Gold in the very first episode of this fantasy football podcast We talk about ever. Fool's Gold every week. And he is Fool's Gold. Okay, so this is this week's Fool's right. Gold. He played, he played gold. against... Gold. Why do I keep saying gold? played against gold. the New England Patriots. Gold. The New England Patriots is one of the worst defenses... to be bold. Gold. ...in the NFL. They make everybody look like Tom Brady. They do. Everybody's fantastic against them. Everybody that's played them. Deshaun Watson was great against them. Uh, Alex Smith was great against them. Mm-hmm. We've now just watched who they played the week before last. I don't remember. But mm-hmm. that quarterback was also great. They're just terrible. They don't so stop anybody. where was this analysis when we decided to put our one and done on them? Um, I honestly didn't think. <laughs> as terrible as they are against people, they also score a lot of points. Exactly. No, right? I'm with you. So it's, it's like they're either going to lose 33 to 30 or they're going to win 30 to 27. That so it's it's one of those they two things. They did not win when we needed and they, them to. They didn't. They did not. So um, don't fall into the Cam Newton hype. He had 316 yards, three touchdowns, a rushing touchdown, threw one interception. If I were you, I would trade him. This is an opportunity for somebody that might have a Derek Carr, somebody that might have been oh. starting a Marcus Mariota that's desperate at quarterback to take a bite at Cam Newton for the way that he looked last week. So and use that to your advantage. Yeah, you'll but be don't able to keep sell him. high. Yep, don't keep him. He's got Detroit, Philly, Chicago, Tampa Bay, his next four opponents. Mm-hmm. I get rid of him. All right, now usually you like to bring up the rear with a third option. Mr. Dalton. Mr. Andy Dalton. Ginger How himself? terrible does that sound? The Red Rocket? I know. Ugh. 28 fantasy points. They played against uh, Cleveland. Okay. So it's Cleveland. Cleveland can't beat anybody. We oh, we see how terrible Cleveland is. He might is. as well not be on the... That was a fluke. So. Four touchdowns. Um, now, what I did put down here is that he's a spot play. He's a guy that you can stream or save on your bench for particular weeks. Week eight, he's got the Colts. Week 10 in Tennessee, depending on what that defense looks like back there, at that point, if, whether or not they have Mariota back. And then in week 12 versus Cleveland again. Okay. Those are the only times I would start Andy Dalton this season. Other than that, he's a, he's a waste of time. And even if he does perform, you're not really missing out because no. your quarterback probably is too. Yeah, terrible. All right, so at running back, finally, finally, <sighs> finally, after my weeks of complaining, man, Le'Veon Bell Le'Veon showed Bell. up and showed out. Le'Veon Bell. Now, I have been complaining about Le'Veon Bell since week one because he was a first-round draft pick for me. Mm-hmm. And I believe I also picked him up in the first round last year or the year before when he got hurt? The year before is the when he got hurt. The year before, I picked him up first-round draft. He, he got hurt. Yeah. Last year, he was suspended first four games. He was suspended mm-hmm. last year as well to start the season, wasn't he? So I stayed away from him. I he, chose last to Last year he was also great. And so I chose to go back to him and Now what we have wow. to cons- what we have to consider with Bell is that we saw the same thing from Bell when he came back from his suspension last time. He starts slow. I said last week 
He's in his preseason right now. He didn't come to preseason. He didn't come to training camp because he was holding out for a contract. He came, reported to the team September 1st. Preseason is over. So these first three weeks was preseason for him. For him. He was getting back in game shape. Now, we know the home road splits with Ben Roethlisberger on the road. They were in Baltimore. No, Ben is just terrible now. Mike, no. Well, that that, when that he's might been, have been before. But when he's been at home, those are the games that Antonio Brown this year has had great, great games. games. Okay. When he's at home. So this was game script. This was game planned by Mike Tomlin himself. He said, we're going to feed Le'Veon Bell the ball. We're going to use this week to get him back on track. Unfortunately, it was at the expense of Antonio Brown. But Le'Veon Bell had 32 Which we saw his frustration with him throwing the Gatorade. 35 carries, (laughs) 144 yards, two touchdowns. The preseason is over, people. And I think he is matchup proof. He's got Jacksonville next week then at Kansas City, and then Cincinnati. So start, start, start. So in my complaining about Le'Veon Bell, somebody who might be sitting at this table said, okay, well, I'll trade you. Yeah. Ty Montgomery. And Tom Brady. And Tom Brady. Because in this league, I do have a quarterback – is this the league where I have I have Matthew Stafford in this league? Yeah, and so and no Matthew Stafford. Yeah, now that doesn't mean I can't go. Pick, I can I, I could just stream quarterbacks yeah, for the can. rest of the season, which I think is going to happen That's because hard. I went back and I said, okay, I was a little in my feelings with Le'Veon Bell. Let me just make sure. And last week he did have solid production. Yeah. I just didn't notice it. And this week he had amazing production. Now I don't expect this production to move forward because you lost again. Yeah, I know. That's exactly why. 30-something points don't help when nobody else is scoring on your team. You know it would help if you had an additional 17 points from your quarterback. No, that, that would not have helped. Actually, it might have. Yeah. Yeah. Brady. Yeah, but then the 32 points would have went away. So I really need that Le'Veon Bell. This is a long way to say Brady. I'm going to have to decline. <sighs> also because Ty Montgomery isn't going to do me any good for a little while, and I don't have enough. He's going to be back this week. Um, We're going to talk about that name. We'll talk about it. But even still, he's not strong enough for what I'm losing out of Bell. So I'm going to have to decline that trade proposal. All right. That's cool. Number two. That is my reasoning. I I dig it. Number two on the running back mix. Mr. Todrick. Todrick. I'm happy for him. His name actually isn't isn't Todrick. I just. just, Why do you call him that? I don't know. I don't call him that. I call him Todd. I don't don't care. That's what's. Yeah, Todrick. I like on his Todrick. birth certificate, Todrick, I assume. We don't know what's on his birth certificate. I'm, I'm assuming it's Todd. Todd Gurley. With two Ds. Mr. Gurley himself. Yeah, had a great I game. I said it at the beginning of this you season. did. That he was going to be back last year. It yeah, was the year a, that I drafted him first round. You know what it you is? You were a year am early. I, am I the fantasy production killer? You could let's, be. let's talk about this. You could Because be. we haven't mentioned this before. My second year playing fantasy... <laughs> I experienced everything that I'm experiencing now, which is everybody on my team got hurt. And like not, oh, questionable with an ankle hurt. No, like out for weeks hurt. Right. It's like I I finished with a completely different team than I started with. Yeah. And I feel like that's what I'm going through now. She runs the the, the fantasy morgue. Yeah. The fantasy graveyard. Yeah. It's just like everybody she drafts every year, it seems like. It's like horrible. They're just done. And then I say, they okay, I'm hurt. not going to draft them again. And then they're, somebody else is like, oh, I'm taking them first round. And they're killing it for me. I said, girl, I said it. And she was just a year. Yeah, I was a year too early. Early on I was, girly. I was going Early on girly. So I want to bring something up as we talk about being a year early. 
because I was at a co-worker's retirement <laughs> dinner. And a person at the table who plays fantasy said, Uh-oh. for running back, always draft a rookie. That's just what you do. Mm. So I said, that's, a, it's that's a, interesting. It's a fair philosophy. And it's actually proving to be true this year. This year. It depends. But on, I feel a, like that was a statement made based on this year's rookie running back production. Well, if any, anybody who drafted Zeke last year. Okay, that's true. And in the year before that, I believe, was Devontae Freeman's class. So it's... And now this year, there's three, with the exception of Cook, who we're going to talk about in the injury section. But you've got Leonard Fournette, and you've got Christian McCaffrey. So, and Joe Mixon, if they would give him the damn ball. They're not giving it. <laughs> they would give him the because ball. Because I did, I did do that. I do have Joe Mixon on my bench. So it's, you know, it's not it's, doing anything. It's not a bad philosophy. And... I was listening today to one of my favorite other podcasts. Actually, and it wasn't a fantasy football podcast. But, what was it? Uh, Tony Cornhusker. Oh, Mr. Tony. And they were talking about the Heisman Trophy candidates. And they were talking about a couple of running backs, one from Stanford and one from somewhere else that are going to be coming up in the next class. So, so it might be a it's, good... You know, it's, you know I, I it's heard it and I said, you know, that's interesting. I have to go back and now see yeah. what has the rookie running back class been doing. It just makes it, it, makes it difficult because it used to be you draft and the rookies fall to the late rounds, right? Nowadays, it used to be the rookies weren't even ranked, but now, now they're right, ranked right there yeah. up top. Nowadays, you people had, are auto drafting the rookies. Oh, another rookie, Kareem Hunt, who yeah, I didn't who even got auto drafted so, in one of our leagues. Auto drafted in the second round. Yeah, who's obviously Dalvin turns out Cook to be worth it in the third round. Christian McCaffrey in the second round. Like these guys are going, so you're really taking a risk. On putting yourself out there and saying, you know what? But you have to look at what team they got. That's why the draft is important, the actual real NFL draft. Mm-hmm. You have to see where they went. If they went to a team where there's already a guy that's established, last year we watched it with Derrick Henry. Everybody said Derrick Henry is going to be the guy. Eventually he's going to take the job from DeMarco Murray. That backfield was already established uh, with DeMarco well, this Murray. This year it seems like DeMarco Murray is trying it to give him like the job. Could, because... But that was a rookie that, yes, he won the Heisman. But it was like, DeMarco Murray's got this thing under control. They were really getting security for the old guy. And, and, <laughs> and now he looks that's old. That's what they needed, yeah. He now looks, he looks every old. bit of his now age. Now they've got a guy that can come up and, and, and take the reins. But So you have to just pay attention. When, when um, Leonard Fournette got drafted to Jacksonville, we knew their running back situation was, they, they were in dire need. They had no idea who they were going to choose mm-hmm. to run that backfield. So when you see a team like that pick up a rookie running back, then that's a sure thing. Well, seems like we figured that random guy sitting at the desk. Well, he wasn't random. but So real quick, girly stats. 31 fantasy points. Oh, that was uh, an awkward segue. T- sorry. 23 carries, 121 <laughs> yards, 94 receiving yards on top of the 121. You are not a wide yards. receiver, Todd Gurley. What are you doing catching balls? And a touchdown. Uh, he's got Seattle. Jacksonville and Arizona. So be cautious of that. Those are three tough running defenses back to back to back. But don't let that sway you. I really think this year, since they're using them in a passing game, that Todd Gurley is an every week start. So who do you have rounding up the rear? Ezekiel 
Elliot himself. So I guess it's time for Zeke news. All right, well, let's run down his stats first. Before we get to the new Ezekiel Elliott news, 27 fantasy points, 21 carries for 85 yards and a touchdown, 50, uh, 54 receiving yards and also a receiving touchdown. Um, next week, he's got Green Bay, then a bye, and then he's got the 49ers, who you can run all over, and then he's got the Washington Redskins, who you can also run on. Is this sustainable? Is the question that everybody has about Ezekiel Elliott, especially given how poor he's been for the past couple of weeks? This well, he's a, not poor. He has a million, you know, a multi-million dollar contract. Well, his his performance has been poor. Oh, okay. He's uh he's an every week start, guys. I think Let's so. Let's not get crazy. Uh, what about, are they what are people referring to in poor performance? I mean, because week one, yeah. Week, no, week one he actually played well. Okay, so it was week, week two, two and three. where he had the slump. Two and three. And I thought we looked it up a few um um, episodes ago, and actually his week three wasn't that bad. It just wasn't great. It was just... Well, either way it goes. Okay, and then what is in court news okay. for Zeke? So, initially we thought he was going to play all year. Then, they, then the, uh, the NFL filed another emergency hearing in a different circuit court. Good Lord, this they are trying seen, to get him was, suspended. Yeah, they are. They're trying to get this done now. Um, they reviewed it on Monday. Okay. We haven't heard anything since Monday. Now, we know for sure he's going to play this week. Okay. And the decision is supposed to come down tomorrow or Friday in regards to whether they're going to stay it and start his suspension now or whether they're going to say, we're not going to rule on this and we'll wait until the offseason. So it it just really, we don't know still. Um Alfred Morris again, and what's mm-hmm. and Darren McFadden come back into into the conversation mm-hmm. just because. And I'm sure they're on your waivers. If so. it look, if I were you, me or you in general, you in general, uh huh, and you had an empty bench spot, pick one of them up tonight or tomorrow, and just sit on them for the weekend. Yeah, just, just to see what happens. Yeah. And then if nothing comes of it or they decide, you know what, we're not going to suspend him, we'll wait till the offseason, then you just drop him. Yeah. But if something does happen, then you're, now the, you've, you, got you've got the golden goose. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now, granted, that offensive line is not what it used to be, but it's still a, a workable, functional offensive line, one of the better ones in the NFL. So. All right. So at wide receiver, we have... Ooh, not to cut you off. I actually have... Uh, three notable mentions at the running back position. Lamar Miller. That's who's one person sitting on my bench with points. this is real with Deshaun Watson, that opens the running game up wide for Lamar Miller. So keep an eye on that. Uh, Elijah McGuire is the guy that's taking the place of Matt Forte. And he's in there with Bilal Powell. He only had 10 carries, but that 10 carries equated to 93 yards and a touchdown. Oh, that's good. Keep an eye on that production. And Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara. He performed for me. That guy. That's one of my rookie, what I thought was a sneak rookie play. When a coach comes out and says he has a man crush on a guy. I've got a man crush. And you see his role. Come to light. That I'm not ashamed it was amazing to watch that young kid play overseas this <laughs> this weekend. They use okay. him in the pass game. They use him in the run game. There were plenty of plays where I looked 
and saw Adrian Peterson and Mark Ingram standing on the sideline with their arms crossed as this dude's running all over the field. So, As you said that, all I saw was Adrian Peterson yelling at Sean Payton like, hey, it was, hey, I know you hear me. It was amazing. He was going to take off his belt. Is that too soon? <laughs> too soon. Too soon? Too soon. Uh, no, it was amazing to watch. Uh, that, That's going to make him get a switch. That young man could play. Barring injury, he's going to be the guy in that backfield. I'd love to watch him this weekend. All right, so top wide receiver performer for this week. Fool's goal. Wait, who do you have? Devin Funches. See, I have it the other way around. I have Jordy Nelson. Oh, no. And then Devin Funches. I have Funches. Were you looking in PPR? Half point. Okay, I was looking in standard scoring. Okay, half point PPR. Devin Funches, 22 fantasy points. Um, goes back to the Cam Newton theory. Mm-hmm. They were playing against the Patriots. We know what Devin Funches is. Kelvin Benjamin was 100, wasn't 100% healthy. Greg Olson is out. Yep. It's just, but Greg Olson's... And Greg Olson's still going to be out this week. It's, it's Kelvin still, Benjamin it is matter. questionable. You we don't think watched, it, they can repeat it? We watched the first three weeks where the Carolina Panthers were terrible against defenses that aren't that great. They play against a crappy defense and the whole team shines. You got to think about that. Okay. You know what I mean? I, Devin Funches is, is bad. Devin Funches was bad last year when Kelvin Benjamin was out for the season. So sounds like I need to not pick up Kelvin Benjamin. Well, Kevin, <laughs> Benjamin played, but he wasn't 100% healthy. So it, it just stay away from Devin. Stay far away from Devin, Hunch, Devin Funches. Uh, then I've got DeAndre Hopkins and Jordy Nelson with the same amount of fantasy points. Okay, so there was a tie. Um, Hopkins, 10 receptions for 107 yards. I believe I said he would have three for 121. Who's counting? Um, and a touchdown. So I was close to his production. He had a lot more receptions than I thought. So the 70 points on my bench? I'm sure part of that Lamar was... Lamar Miller, oh, DeAndre Hopkins, oh, Mike Evans. That Houston game. That Houston game. Um, again, if this production from Deshaun Watson is real, which I believe it is, mm-hmm. he's going to be a stud. This is what we've been waiting for. So you think with DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins? Hopkins. Okay. Absolutely. He's been struggling with terrible quarterback after true. terrible quarterback in Houston. They thought they had solved this problem with Brock Osweiler. <laughs> it was terrible. Why did they think that? They started Tom Savage this season. It was still terrible. He got pulled after a quarter. And now we have the savior in Houston and Mr. Deshaun Watson. If this is real, this is going to be great. We're going Sounds to see. Sounds like you have a man crush. I do. I do. <laughs> it was incredible watching him play last week. If this is real, DeAndre Hopkins is going to be the guy, and I believe it is real. So um, can we move on to tight end? Or? We're going to talk about Jordy. Jordy Nelson, four oh. reception for 75 yards and two touchdowns. He's doing what Jordy Nelson does. I don't think we really need to go into depth with that. You always start Jordy Nelson. Tight ends. Uh, notable mentions. Will Fuller, uh, which is another wide receiver on that Houston offense, who came, who stepped up for the last two weeks. And Terrell Pryor now. Terrell Pryor, he only he caught a long bomb for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And then his production slowed down. Mm-hmm. But I think that him and Kurt are starting to come into their own. You like that? So I think what we're going to see from Terrell Pryor is that he's going to be a Deshaun Jackson type. 
which means you have to watch the matchups. Mm-hmm. He's going to be one of those guys that's four receptions, 400-something yards, and a touchdown, or he's going to give you two receptions for 25 yards and nothing else. So it's you've got to – he's going to be the huge over-the-top guys. you got to be careful with starting him. At tight end. So now I have, weirdly, Tyler Croft. Yep. And then – Who? Exactly. Who? I say what now? I say I say, I say who? I do uh, I do oh, what? Oh, what you say? You're something. Your name is son Tyler Croft. My, my name is Tyler Croft. Tyler. Who your daddy? My name John Coffey. <laughs> Tyler Croft. He is Mr. Tyler Eifert's replacement. Ah. Eifert is hurt. Well, like always. So Croft is the guy again. Fools, gold. They were playing against the Cleveland Browns. The Cincinnati Bengals are terrible. I was looking up stats and I was like, first of all, I don't even remember watching this game. This is also the Second first great all, game that A.J. This? Green had. You look 12. A.J. Green had two touchdowns. Yeah. It, it was just, no. it's, it's just, it's, it's, and on top of that, he left, he's, he's got a knee and a neck injury. And yeah, it's you know questionable why? For next week. Because he just started playing and, and he's know, and he got all banged up. His injury status is also the status for the rest of his season, healthy or not. It's <laughs> questionable. Don't start this guy. Ever okay? again. Don't be fooled. You've missed your chance. <laughs> that was it. If you didn't throw him in on a flyer at one of your daily fantasy. It's, that's what I was gonna say. It's one of those where you look at the daily winner and you're like, like who even picks that guy? Come on, bro. this is fake. Come on, bro. this is this is the computer. They know? No. Now Somebody magically, is, somebody's altering these lineups. Yeah. After now the start all of a time. sudden, you have Deshaun Watson, Tyler Croft. I'm gonna need a spreadsheet Bell. of yeah. all of these starting lineups at ten o'clock when the game started to prove to me that none of these people, after the fact, are <laughs> throwing in shit and into like, come on, man, this is crazy. And Travis Kelsey, Mister Looking for Love himself. Look, Kelsey's being Kelsey. Yeah. Kelsey's Kelsey's doing what Kelsey does. When he's does. not throwing towels at refs, seven, he's catching balls. Seven catches for 111 <laughs> yards and a touchdown. Okay? Now, we watched uh, Mr. Tyreek Hill not do too much in this game. Travis Kelsey was the recipient of all those passes, and I believe it's sustainable. They're going to use their tight end. I, I, I personally believed right now that the Kansas City Chiefs are the best and most complete team in the NFL. Really? There is no team that looks better week in and week out than they do. Offensively, defensively, special teams, they're doing everything right. Alex Smith is protecting the ball. They're running it down people's throats. He's passing when he needs to. He's being a little bit more aggressive with the ball. And I said in week one that Alex Smith was fool's gold, and I was fooled. Yeah. Now, having said that, weeks two and week three, his performance did slow down a little bit against a little bit better defenses, but they still won the game. He still didn't turn the ball over. Fantasy-wise, he's a spot start against bad defenses, mm-hmm. right? But in the real world, in the real world, this is a good team. This is I. It's it's crazy. All right, and who do you have bringing up the rear for our tight ends? Cameron Brait. Cameron Bray, Tampa Bay, oh, 16 fantasy points, four receptions for 80 yards and a touchdown. I believe he's coming into his own with Mike Evans and, and all these big names that are into this offense now. Yeah, but that all depends on how consistent uh, Jameis Winston, Winston is. Now, again, we talked about the New England effect earlier in the show. That's who they have Thursday night. Okay, so, so he can have some good numbers. 
He's going to have another good game, but take that into consideration I'm when like going into him. week six. It would be a and that great... Means definitely we should not pick New England for this week. No, absolutely not. It would be a great uh, we only have one streaming more option for, for this week to start anybody. And we're going to talk about that game a little bit later in okay. the show. All right. Now, do you have any honorable mentions? Not for at tight end. I do not. All right. So let's talk about who got hurt. Now... Sorry. Oh. I actually just thought of one right off the top of my head. And that person is not Jesse James. Austin Safarian Jenkins. Ugh, ASJ. Austin Safarian, the, the other tight end that everybody was thinking that was going to take over in the Jets, they just cut him. So Austin Safarian Jenkins is the lone guy, and there's got to be somebody to catch him and Roberts are the only guys catching passes for the Jets. The running backs are doing everything else. So Austin Safarian Jenkins has put up a consistent eight points since he's been back. Week after okay, week. that's so, not nothing to turn a- your nose up at. ASJ, and I guarantee you he's out there on waivers. I think he is. Mm-hmm. I think I refuse to go with him. I don't know. I have a long memory. It's tough, with, especially with an offense like I'm that. I'm one of those people I where I don't remember why I don't like you, but I know I don't <laughs> like you, and that's all that matters. There's certain people that, that I, I, I feel the same way about. Like, I can never stream Cutler. No. I don't care who the no. matchup is. I just could never... And most Chicago Bears, for that matter. I have an issue with Martellus Bennett for the same reason. He screwed me. I have a lo- very long memory with Alshon Jeffrey, who screwed me for years. <laughs> just, Yet you kept going for more. It's just you had him like three years in a row, and you good, finally were like, okay, I'm not doing situation. it this year. And now this year, finally, he's with the Eagles, and he's... He's living up to his potential. So, mm. you know, Alshon. All right, so let's move into who got hurt. Eek. And as it's been for the last few weeks, everyone. Now, you guys can't see us. Whoever's left. But we both, at the same time, picked up our piece of paper to run down this ridiculous yeah, it's list. it's crazy. Like, I'm getting to a point where, like... <laughs> do you want to go or do you want me to go? Let me go first. I got a list. And then you I'll, can cross them I'll, off. Yeah, I'm going to cross them off my list as you go. Because you're more... Long. I don't... Include people who either I try not to include people who we already talked about in the last couple of weeks, um, and I only try to talk about new injuries okay. this week. Okay, and I also try to stick with wide receiver, tight ends, running backs, quarterbacks who I think people are most likely to have on their team. Okay, so let's if there's a wide receiver who was probably a wide receiver three anyway, then I won't necessarily I don't usually write those people yeah. down either. But so let's start let's with JJ Nelson has a hamstring injury and apparently a rotten tooth or something. I don't what? know. He needs a root canal. A toothache? Toothache. He's questionable. <laughs> He's not coming. Are you so, serious? Yeah. So he needs a filling. Probably. And he's just not going to... Well, he also has the hamstring. That's gonna, oh, okay. So those things together, I, I wanna, guess... I don't want to see... There's too much coding. Filling <laughs> on the damn injury report. So he's questionable. Now, un- unless... I kind of care because in the league where everybody on my team got hurt, I have J.J. Nelson. Yeah. Um, One good week. Pretty much all these people are questionable, meaning they were limited practice today. Make sure that you... Um, Keep you know, keep monitoring the situation before mm-hmm. the start, and if it's other than that, I will mention it. Okay. Um, we've got Julio Jones with a hip injury. He's expected to play, but the and I know that we talked about this before, but the reason why I bring it up is because we saw him Sunday again, walking back to the locker room, 
coming back out. I don't have Julio, but I would be nervous. Hip flexor strain. Julio always plays through injuries. I'd play him. Okay. Um, oh. Uh-huh. They're on a bye. Oh, shit. We did not mention. Buys. And you know what? I looked it up. Buys okay. this week. So buys this week are Atlanta, Denver, New Orleans, and Redskins. And Washington. Yes. And Washington. Yes. So Julio's on a buy. Julio's on a buy. So he's got another week. Okay. Mohamed Sanu's on Sanu's a buy. on a buy. Because he's got a hammy. He's expected two to three weeks out. Yeah. So it could be he'll overwork himself, shoot himself up, and be back after the buy. Jordan Matthews for Buffalo needs thumb surgery that's out for at tough. least four weeks. I think that Buffalo defense is going to carry them, but that's another pass catcher down there. That's going to be tough for the Bills. I think uh, we haven't seen LaShawn McCoy score a touchdown yet this season, though his yardage has been great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is, this is McCoy time. All right, so if you have McCoy. Stay in the, stay in the trenches with him. Okay. Um, I've got Cam Newton is still – that shoulder is bugging him. He threw a practice today. He threw a practice today, a normal amount of reps. Um, shoulder's been bugging him. I think he'll be fine. Since last year. And yeah. last year is when yeah. he's no longer Superman. That's true. And we're seeing it this year outside of his crazy game last week, beating one of our one-and-done picks. Yeah. I'm not bitter, uh, but he, I'm just And saying. he ran a lot last week, too. That's probably why he took, he took a few hits that he didn't have to. It's probably why he's sore. I couldn't remember if we'd already talked about Amir Abdullah. No. He's questionable with an ankle injury, yeah. limited practice today. Limited practice today? Mm-hmm. Okay, I need to know that. I got Abdullah in like four leagues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Devontae Adams is in concussion protocol. Yes. We know those things. You could be in concussion protocol forever, it seems like. So just monitor that. Ty Montgomery, he's got a rib injury. Again, questionable, not out. Monitor that. Um, he, he may play. Yeah, it's definitely none of these people who are questionable. It's not that they're out. It's not that they are n- not going to play. Right. It's just at the very least start thinking, is it possible that the injury could inhibit their production? Keep an eye on that. Um, there's another running back in Green Bay, and I can't think of his name right now, uh, who they're also talking about is injured. If both of those running backs don't go, Aaron Jones is the guy that took over the backfield on Sunday, and uh, he looked pretty darn good back there. So that might be a guy you want to consider if you have Ty Montgomery and he's not going to go. We've got now this I couldn't remember for the life of me, and I was a little late on show prep, so I didn't have time to research it further. Sammy Watkins really did not practice today. Questionable, you know what I wrote? No practice instead of writing what his injury is. All right, so Sammy questionable. I knew Sammy was questionable, but I did not take a look at his injury either. Um, so we'll get we'll get back to Sammy. We'll look up Sammy. Keep going through your list. I've got, of course, we all know, Dalvin Cook, torn ACL, out. Yeah, uh, out out for the season. Yep. He's out. done. So Out. <sighs> Find someone else. Here, well, out. here's the thing about that backfield. You've got Latavius Murray, mm-hmm. who's terrible. Mm-hmm. 
Now, come to find out, Latavius Murray is also, also has an injury. dealing with an injury. Yeah. So my advice, regardless to who starts or who doesn't start, stay as far away from that backfield as you can. We've seen that backfield without Adrian Peterson when you had Jarek McKinnon. And, Who's uh, also dealing with an ankle it, injury. So just, just stay as far away from stay the away Minnesota from... backfield as you possibly can. All right. Surprise, but no surprise. I mean, usually, I mean, he's eight foot tall, 600 pounds. So Gronk should still play and even hurt. He produces, but he's got a thigh injury. And that just happened today. That's Mm -hmm. the thing a lot of people don't realize. He wasn't on the injury report at the beginning of the week. He was added to the injury report at the end of today's practice. So that's something definitely to keep an eye on. I need him to play. Who doesn't? Right. Um, now, here it is. Willie Sneed is supposed to be returning. Actually, no. New Orleans has a bye, right? Who did we just read? Yes. Okay. Um, yes, I believe the Saints was one of the teams. So, yes. Um, back from suspension, four games, and dealing with a hammy day-to-day. Now, it might be fine by the time New Orleans comes back from their bye, but uh, uh, Sammy Watkins is just sick. <laughs> he's just got an illness. How dare they put him not practice questionable? He's yeah, got the he flu. Didn't, he didn't practice. He's just he's, oh, okay. Well, that's good. You to know, know what they always say? Flu-like symptoms. <laughs> he's just he's just sick. So he should. Oh, that's good. That's he should good be to know. fine. What do they play on Sunday? Or do they Sunday? Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, he'll be fine by then. Yeah. Better take that Nyquil. Right. Everyone knows that's what works in NyQuil. Some people tell me Robitussin. Robitussin has never worked for me. And it's expensive as all hell. Robitussin. You know what I used to like as a kid? Dimatap. Vicks. No. Vicks Formula 44 was the best damn cough medicine that I ever had as a kid. It was thick, coat your throat, stop the cough. See, that's how I feel about- Feel better um, in hours type shit. Dayquil and NyQuil. Yeah, Vicks. NyQuil drives me up. And they don't even sell Vicks no more, so it makes me wonder what was in it. Like, they, they took that ish off the shelves. Mm. It was the best shit, though. People were making cocaine or whatever they make with it. Not oh, cocaine, what meth. meth. Yeah. Ooh, meth. I can't eat and I can't sleep, but I've got the cleanest house on the street. Oh, meth. Oh, meth. <laughs> that is terrible. We just advertised for meth on our on our pod. We're going to have to edit if that out. If you watched CMC. CMC. When you were a kid. In 1999. Yeah. 3.30. Hell, earlier than 99. Gomez. You knew that, you know, you've seen that commercial. Well, that was that's when I first that came crazy. back here. So, like, that's what I remember. And then CMC used to come on. Yeah, but it was on before that. I was watching oh. CMC when I was a kid in Union City. Oh, okay. Well, I wasn't here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't know about Chewy, too. No, we did Chewy, 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 Yeah, I was. Yeah, so. You know what I knew about them? Cash, money, millionaires. Good Lord. Uh. Na 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 na. Are we talking about injuries still? I'm sorry. Yes, we totally went <laughs> off topic there. Um, all right, OBJ. We all saw the oh, infamous Dale Beckham weird finger. Although it wasn't was awesome. any weirder than when Derek Carr's finger got hurt last season. It, it was. It was pretty awesome. It was it, cool. It was, it was pretty gnarly. And like a big. 
was crying. She was he crying was on the side. I've seen some dudes get their finger. Don't touch it. I've seen them get their finger it. snap back into place on the sideline, and they're fine. I can't look. And he cried like a. <laughs> now, granted, he still went out there. He went back out there and played. <laughs> but and then he hurt, re-injured his ankle. Ankle, yep. And then, but yep. You know, so now so. he's got a finger and an ankle. Limited practice today. Questionable. Even if he does play, is he going to be in and out of the game like he's been for the last few weeks? Probably. Yep. And it could lead to production, and it could lead to no production. Yeah. All right. So now we're to my beloved Raiders. Eek. Derek Carr. Derek. Transverse fracture on his back. Wow. Possibly two to four weeks. However... My understanding at the this is the same type of injury that Romo used to get, and that because they're transverse, there's they're not there's no load bearing um, restriction, mm. so you can come back and recover faster from these types of fractures, which is why they think he'll be back more on the two week side than the four week side. At the end of the day, it's still a fractured vertebrae. Yeah, like and a, and a strain. That's that's a it's a big deal. And, I, if it, it were me, I would never play football again. But that's me. Right. And so, what in regards to that injury, I really think that we're finally going to see the offense lean on Marshawn Lynch. Um, EJ Manuel is is is. They're going to try to make EJ Manuel into a game managing type of quarterback. They're going to run the offense through the run, which means you're going to see a lot more DeAndre Washington. Mm-hmm. Who was you're hurt. You're going to see a share. DeAndre Washington is questionable. Okay, so I know they have a third running back. Cooper, knee, questionable. Yeah, I knew that. Crabtree, chest injury, questionable. He'll be, back. He'll be back. I'm sure they will, but this is a lot of this – goes, this is what I mean by even if it doesn't necessarily mean that they're out, you've got four major injuries. Well, I mean, and Carr is out, but you've got – Three other injuries on the offense. Nose healthy who hasn't been doing shit for the past few weeks. <laughs> Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch. He's been uh, shaking them dreads on the yeah, sideline. So I think they're gonna. I don't. I don't necessarily think the Raiders are going to be fine, but their upcoming opponents, their next three opponents, aren't that difficult. So I think there's a way for them to weather the storm until Marcus Mariota gets back. We just have to. We just have to see. Well, if, we don't care if Marcus Mariota comes back because he plays for a different team. Oh, uh, excuse me, uh, Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. Worst case scenario, if it is a six week injury, the bye is fixed into that six weeks. Mm-hmm. If you look at their schedule, I didn't write down exactly who they play, but I did look at it. Oh, earlier. so everybody else you do, but just f my Raiders. You don't care who they play; it don't matter. It's just too many games. <laughs> They can go three and two easily without Marcus Mariota. Okay, they can go three and two, you which would give Marcus him... Mariota, who does not I'm play for sorry, Oakland. Derek Is that Carr. how quick you want to get off of Oakland? You just could care less. You didn't write down our games. You keep calling our quarterback Marcus. That is not his name. Hey, hey, are you done? They call him Carr. So they could be five and four. After this stretch of the injury, depending on how long Mr. Derek Carr's injury is, they have the potential to be that, which still puts him in a position to have a winning season. Now, what do you think about Cooper and Crabtree with not having Carr? Um, 
that's difficult, mainly because we didn't get to see Crabtree last week. Mm -hmm. He was out. Mm -hmm. When EJ Manuel came into the game, this was his first time. He never took first-team reps, so he didn't have the opportunity to ever really play with these guys. After a week's worth of practice, it's very possible that he's going to build a rapport with one or possibly both of these guys, but we won't know that until Sunday's game. I also think it really – oftentimes we see the second and third guy come into the fold whenever there's a backup quarterback. Mm -hmm. So I think it's very important this week to keep an eye not only on the tight end in Oakland, but also to keep an eye on Cordero Patterson. He's been used a lot in the in the special teams game, mm-hmm. but we've also seen him in, in Minnesota for a long time, and we know he has the ability to catch passes. So Cordero Patterson is a guy that I'm interested to see what if, happens if they build a rapport with one another throughout practice this week. All right, so I have oh my goodness, Wendell Smallwood. Wendell Smallwood's hurt. You know what it said? Didn't practice. I wonder if he has what Sammy Watkins has. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. I think I think Wendell Smallwood's going to play. Um, I think he'll be fine. I don't know uh, 100% what his injury was. But then he how can you say he'll be fine? He didn't go out of the it's game. Not very good he analysis. played the full game. So him and LeGarrette. No, Blunt, you're right. I think Blunt, this is a today thing. Yeah, played the entire game last week. I, I think I think he'll be fine. But I have to uh, get check some more detail on his injury. I'll check on that. Next on our list is Jimmy Graham. He is, has an ankle injury, again, questionable. No play. And Chris Carson, uh, leg surgery today, yep. injured reserve. Ankle fracture and a high ankle sprain placed on IR. So take your pick. Eddie Lacy, Rawls, That's who I CJ Procise, J.D. McKissick. Procise is battling an injury too still. Okay, so now we're looking at Eddie Lacy, Thomas Rawls, and J.D. McKissick. Take your pick. And I think... Don't start any of them. Don't start any of them. I pick one up, of them up. Yeah, I picked up I picked up Rawls in one league. No, I have Rawls in one league I, that I almost dropped. Mm-hmm. All, this week, I was going to drop him and try to pick up somebody else. What saved him is that there's nobody else in that league to pick up. And I picked up Eddie Lacy in another league. Again, like you mentioned, just read, to see what happens. Read the practice reports. Um we watched Eddie Lacy come into the game last week after this injury. Eddie Lacy played well. He looked good. Uh, but, again, that was against a broken Indianapolis Colts defense. Um, so, you know, we have to see him against some competition. And it really may end up running back by committee, in which case you don't really want to deal with any of those guys fantasy-wise. When a small wood knee injury. Well, really. Mm-hmm. Didn't practice today. All right, so we'll have to look at that. I didn't uh, get that down in my notes. So that's something we'll have to look at. Um, and last next? on my list of people I feel like are important is the one who you kept invoking his name when talking about my beloved car. It's a big injury. Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota. Jeez. Hammy. It's a hammy. It's, it's a, a hammy. Uh, Matt Castle. <laughs> Is the backup quarterback? Isn't he balding? And they picked I thought he up, was retired. Who'd they pick up this week? Oh, um, not Cap. No, um, yeah, right. I just saw so, that story. I'll look it up. So they have Matt Castle, um, and they went and picked up another quarterback this week who has never been good. Um, and so, like the Raiders, I believe 
that uh, they're going to lean more on the run. And with that said, that means they're going to have to utilize Brandon Whedon. Whedon. Never been good. Um, With that said, that means they're going to have to utilize both DeMarco Murray and Derrick Henry. They better. So I want want you to, to look for a lot of two running back sets and running backs lined up out wide in this next game this Sunday because Matt Castle and Brandon Whedon are not good at getting the ball to their receivers. So this is a huge dang downgrade for Rashard Matthews. This is uh, and for Eric Decker, huge downgrade for these guys. Um, but the running backs, I think it's time for those guys to eat. Uh, again, I'm not sure who their next few opponents are, but um, definitely look for the running backs to start taking over this offense. Whedon in 2014 was waived by Cleveland, picked up off free free agency by Dallas. The next year, Dallas waived him in November 2015. Houston picked him up from Dallas. Then Houston released him in 2016 to free agency. No, 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 UFA. I don't know what that means. Un- unsigned free agent. Okay, and then in 2017, waived him, and then t- in September, and then Tennessee picked him up this month. So that's his last three years. <laughs> Everybody He's waving. Been picked him. up, cut. Picked up, cut. Mm-hmm. Picked up, cut. So and Matt, and quite frankly, Matt Castle's not much better. Yeah, like I swear, <laughs> I thought Matt Castle was retired. Matt Castle's not much better. So you might be thinking of Matt Hasselbeck in regards That's to being exactly bald. Who I'm yeah, you're thinking of Matt that Hasselbeck because exactly Hasselbeck is he's a commentator now. Um, but Matt Castle's terrible too. It, it's it's these guys are just not good football players. So is that all you have for uh, your injuries? Uh huh. All right. So I got a couple. I got a couple of things to mention. They better be good. Andrew Luck is back at practice. Is he gonna play? He, That's not an injury. I That's back playing. Well, it's still important news. It's very important. Um, I don't see him playing this week. I still think they're going to start Jacoby Bissett, but they did say his return time was going to be early October. Now, here's the thing. The Colts are losing. Okay, they have one win on the season. So now you have to, you have to figure out what the GM and what Chuck Pagano are thinking. Do they think that they can salvage their season? If they think they can... That's the only way I think we're going to see Andrew Luck touch the field this year. If they feel like it's already a lost cause and we need to just go ahead and play it out with Jacoby Brissett and they're just going to trash this season, so you have to watch. You have to be very mindful of what they think they can do. They're going to take a look at their schedule. They're going to see what they have in front of them. I think if they were marching to the into this 2-2 two and two or 3-1, and one, I think we'd they'd try to rush we, them back. They try to, they'd try to get him out there, but at 1-3... and three, I just don't know. So it's it's a situation that's definitely worth uh, keeping an eye on. On this show, uh, sorry, Matt Forte did not practice. I mentioned the Jets running back earlier that you need to pick up. If mm-hmm. you forgot his name, rewind. Because <laughs> uh, you don't remember, so. I crossed it out. <laughs> uh, late note on Marcus Mariota, he actually practiced today. He, he was limited in practice today. They're hopeful, hopeful him. that Good he will him. play. And on this show, we don't usually talk about uh, defensive guys. But yet you but are. But I think these are important to mention. Josh Norman went out on Monday night, 
making that secondary for the Redskins extremely vulnerable. So any receivers that you have against. that you have starting against the Washington Redskins in the next coming weeks, start them. Uh, last but not least, Miles Garrett, the rookie that we've we're all excited. I, if you're a football, I was not excited. If about you're him. a football fan and not just a fantasy fan, oh, okay. So you're telling me I'm just a fantasy fan? No, I'm not. I'm just saying he was the first overall draft pick, picked by the Cleveland Browns, pass rusher for the Cleveland Browns. That defense is about to get a whole lot better with him on the field. So Cleveland's gonna get better. They might win a game or two. Save, I thought you said he's a first round draft pick. Yeah, he was. He's pass rusher. So is he hurt? He was. He hasn't played oh, a game yet. Oh, I see. I, I get you. He yeah. was hurt, he and now he's returning. Yet. He's coming back from me, uh, so it's the first week we're going to get to I'm see. I'm picking up what you're putting down. We're going to get to see Miles Garrett this week, so I'm super excited about that as a football fan. So that is our injury report. Um, who won, who lost? Well, as I mentioned before, I lost. <laughs> so there's that. She did. The person who played me won, obviously, at all three leagues. You know, interestingly enough, though, in the work league, which we we don't do win and loss there unless they start commenting and telling us they want to hear their stats as well on the show. Because right now we only do the stats of the teams that we GM. And by we, I mean Tony. But, you know, I like to claim it, too, because we're married. So, like, what's mine is mine and what's his is mine. So. Sure. Um. I am two and two in that league, so I'm not. Which league are you looking at? In um, whatever the work league is. Uh, we're, we're not even talking about that league. I j- so clearly you weren't listening to anything I just said. I'm going to champs only. Okay, go to champs only. And let's take a look at. This. I think I'm zero and four in champs only, or either one and three. I think that is the one where you are getting killed. Mm-hmm. So champs only last week. It's so unfortunate. I got my first loss in champs only last week to Miss uh, Miss Walker. I lost eighty eight to ninety seven. Mm. Boss lady falls to one and three to Team Forbes. Team Forbes she is, is a second year it. player. She is four and zero. Oh. oh my god! She won ninety nine to ninety three last week. Prestige drip set drops to two and two, losing to Team Jared eighty nine to one hundred. Jared improves to three and one. Tiny Toes, oh and four, losing to Russian Hooker Golden Showers. He is now two and two. Final score in that matchup was 84 to 103. Team Niner Walk loses again, this time by two points to Compton Bend the Knee. Team Niner Walk is now one and three. Compton Bend the Knee is now three and one. And Team Raiders Mike, in a very close matchup, improves to two and two. He beats his beloved wife, Team Blake, who is now 0-4. Final score was 89.4 to 90.1. That was a heck of a matchup. Mm. Crossover to I Love Big TDs in Couples Therapy, which is our eight-team league that we run. And let's take a look at last week's scores. I improved to three and one, beating my mother, who falls to one and three, one twenty six to ninety seven. Team JC falls to one and three, um, and Team Colden got his first win, eighty six to ninety six. Big TD Committee falls to one and three to Queen Anderson, who improves to three and one, eighty six to one oh nine. 
And Team Anderson, nephew, falls, gets his first loss of the season to Team Taylor, 83-144. to 144. Oh, my Team God. Taylor improves to 3-1. and one. Now, if you didn't catch that, in that league, you're either 3-1 and one or 1-3. One and three. Those are the records. There's no two and two teams. Everybody's either three and one or one and three. So it's starting to look. The playoff picture is already starting to look clear. Those one and three teams need to make a run. Okay, this one forty four score twenty two point six from Dak Prescott, fourteen from Devontae Freeman, thirteen from Jordan Howard, twenty one from Jordy Nelson, sixteen from Keenan Allen, twenty from Travis Kelsey, twenty two from Houston's D, and she's got. 15, well, that's Marcus Mariota. 15 points on her bench there and 27 with Bilal Powell on her bench. And 20 from... um, Terrence Williams. Yeah, her team went ham. I don't even know why she's still holding on to Danny Woodhead. How can I sabotage her? Her team's going ham. Offer her trade. (laughs) (laughs) So that is our wins and losses. Yeah. For the week, it's time to get into... You've got to be bold. I still don't dig that. You can't be seen. All Fantasy right. gold this week. What games do we have? Tell me. First, we're going to talk about last week. Um, you just want to gloat in your glory. Nah, you know, I was I was one-sided in each game again. Gold, I picked Tennessee, Houston. Houston did well. Tennessee was trash. What did Tennessee score? Uh, I didn't write down the final score. They scored Isn't 14 points. Water yeah, they scored 14. You said they weren't going to score more than nine. I was close. You were close, but you still close. lose. Close, but no cigar. I don't smoke. So. so you still lose. Not cigars anyway. Houston went ham. Deshaun Watson went ham. Hawkins went ham. Lamar Miller went ham. Though I said it was going to be Deontay Foreman. And that Deontay Foreman was going to steal Lamar Miller's job by week seven. Well, he's got um, three more weeks. If Miller continues to play the way that he's R2. playing, then I don't see that happen. But I, we got to wait and see. I said Ryan Griffin was going to do well. He didn't do too hot. So... Next game I picked for gold was Colts-Seattle. Again, Seattle side of the ball, great. Colts side of the ball, terrible. <laughs> Other game I picked actually was, uh, I said they were going to score over 40 points. I, I said a final score of 42 to 45. I believe the final score was more like 23 to 20 or 20 to 17. Oh, God. Buffalo-Atlanta. Why should anyone listen to you then? I, I, yeah, I don't know. Um, but actually, I mean, the stats are okay. They're just not super, not super impressive. Atlanta ended up losing that game. And then the game that I picked for fantasy led actually ended up being a good stat game. I'm gonna run these down real quick. On the Giants side of the ball, I picked the Giants versus the Tampa Bay Bucks as the fantasy led game. On the Giants side of the ball, Eli, 30 for 49, 288 yards and two touchdowns. Beckham, seven catches for 90. Ingram, six catches for 62. Shepard, five for 54. Marshall, six for 46. All of those guys had good half-point or full-point PPR games. Tampa Bay side of the ball, Jameis Winston, 22 for 38, 332 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, Cameron Brake, four catches for 80. Humphrey, six catches for 70. Mike Evans, five catches for 67. All these guys just went. <laughs> I mean, they had the rookie tight end, O.J. Howard, two catches for 63 yards. <laughs> It was just it was it was pretty pretty ridiculous. Uh, Sixteen for eighty three for Jacquez Rogers carries and then another two catches for twenty five. I haven't heard that name in a while. So Jacquez Jacquez has been the starter there because Doug Martin's been suspended. 
Well, Doug Martin comes back this week. That doesn't change the fact that I haven't heard that name uh, in a while. He's actually been playing well. But, but the only thing is, we've only had two weeks. We have to remember they didn't play week one because of the, the hurricane. So we've had three weeks. No, we've had two weeks. Week one, they didn't play. They but played they, week two and three. And four. And Yeah, you're right. You're right. But he's been playing well. Quiz okay. has been he's been playing well. You know what I'm over a hundred all purpose yards in that in that backfield. So I, I had some things uh mixed up, but let's get into this week's. So who should I not listen to what you think is gonna be fantasy gold or lead this week? Ah, you should not listen to me pick first and foremost New England versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers tomorrow night. Just I, just before you get started, Jacquez Rogers, week two, 12.7, week three, 1.5, week four, 11.8. 11.8 fantasy points? Yes. What was the first week? 12.7. Okay, so 12 and 11 points. And in week two, 1.5. Right, so that's not bad production. Yeah, but I guess my point is that before this third week, I wouldn't be able to say that I've heard his name that much. He had a 12-point week and a one-point week. So, okay. I think we could say I'm right. I think there's a lot of running backs like DeMarco Murray who've been doing worse. <laughs> Way, so. worse. Way worse. <laughs> I can read you his numbers. I'm just saying. They're right on my bench. Um, no, no, they're. Ugh. I'm just saying. Why even get me worked up on that's DeMarco all, Murray? That's all I'm saying. So, uh, this week, first fantasy goal game New England versus Tampa Bay on Thursday night. Um,. We don't really know what Tampa Bay's defense is going to be quite yet. We've seen them play well. We've seen them play poor. But they're playing against New England. And we know what New England's defense is. They're trash. So I think we're going to see two high-powered offenses look like high-powered offenses. Brady, Gronk if he plays, Chris Hogan and Mike Gillisley on the Patriots side of the ball. And on the Tampa Bay side of the ball, Winston, Evans. I think it's going to be a good game for uh, Deshaun Jackson. Doug Martin returns. In this game, we don't know what his role is going to be, but I predict he's going to have around 15 carries to ease him back into the flow of things, and 15 carries for Doug Martin against the Patriots offense can be gold. So, again, as a reminder, what we're saying is you might, you definitely don't want to stay, if you're streaming D's or if you have one of these D's, you might want to stay clear of them this week. Yeah, do not play them. Um, San Francisco 49ers. Versus the Indianapolis Colts. Two terrible defenses (laughs) and two okay offenses. Now, you might say, okay, 49ers played last week and got nothing but field goals. But they were also playing against a very good Arizona Cardinals defense. This week, they're playing against trash. So, we're going to see a lot of Brian Hoyer, Carlos Hyde, and Pierre Garçon on the 49ers side of the ball. And on the Colts side of the ball, Gore, Hilton, Jack Doyle, Jacoby Brissett, or Andrew Luck, depending on who starts. And I might even throw Dante Moncrief out there. Did you already say Hilton? I did. Okay. I did. Uh, Last but not least, the New York Giants versus the L.A. Chargers. (laughs) I think... The Chargers that nobody wants in L.A. and that... I heard who were they saying actually still lives in San Diego and takes Phillip a Rivers, bus. The damn quarterback. <laughs> he takes a bus or a to van practice. or whatever to practice from San Diego. That's two hours a day every day in LA traffic. He's not moving. 
Okay? They, they're terrible. <laughs> they're terrible. Now, even though the New York Giants have a $100 million defense, as I mentioned last week, we've watched this defense get torn apart week after week. And Phillip Rivers and that offense, though they're booed everywhere they go, they're very, very good. They play good football, and they play very close games. Um, Eli Manning, Odell Beckham, Evan Ingram on the Giants' side of the ball. I would never start anybody in the Giants' backfield because I have no idea who the hell they're starting running back is or who their backup is. Their depth chart, no, their depth chart when it comes to running backs is, yeah, it'll say it there, but it has, it's not like real life. (laughs) It's whoever happens to be running decent for that game. I know there's an RB2, but I've never actually (laughs) seen that person on the field, nor have I heard their name called. Their backfield is just, it's abysmal. Now I have to look it up. Um, uh, on the, the Chargers side of the ball, it's a, it's gonna tell you like Orleans Darkwa is the number one running back there, and it's I like I thought he retired. No, what? <laughs> exactly. I, I think you're I think you're right. Though. Um, on the Chargers side of the ball, Philip Rivers, Melvin Gordon, I think is gonna have a good game against okay. this running defense, and Keenan Allen. Uh, you can even take well, Tyrell Allen had a good game. He's been great all season. Uh, yeah. You can even take Tyrell Williams if you wanted to start a flyer on 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 in that offense. Tyrell I'll tell Williams. you not to start Hunter Henry. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with the tight ends there. I finally let him go. Both of them are good. You know, Hunter Henry and Antonio Gates are great assets to that offense, and they're just not being used. Um, on fantasy footballers this week, they talked about the name and being tied to the name and like how hard it is to let it go. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was having with Hunter Henry. And I finally cut him loose and I don't feel bad about it. One. That's iota. a real thing. And that's how I'm feeling about DeMarco Murray right now. Yeah. That's a, that's because a, that's a real thing. DeMarco Murray's production is like weak it's terrible. RB2, see if you can RB3. See if you can trade. And I'm thinking that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to yeah. see if I can trade him on name recognition. Because Hopefully none somebody, of the people who I'm thinking about training him to are listening to this. Somebody's going to believe that. And it's not a bad belief that may, he's going to break out. That maybe as the season progresses, he's going to get better. We're talking about DeMarco Murray here. Yeah. Like, we know what he's capable of. Yeah, but. So, it's, you know, somebody is going to. And they may be right. That's the thing that sucks, right? They might be right. Because I'm the guy, if you cut him, I'm the guy that's going to pick him up and stash him on my bench mm-hmm. and wait. Right. For, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm that guy. It's, am I okay? Because I still believe in him. Am I okay with cutting him and then him performing for someone else? You got to be okay with that. And no, I'll be pissed so off. So you got to, you, th- he's but gonna, then he's doing, but what's happening is I'm not even putting him on my bench. I'm starting him. Because of that name. And he's killing me every week. So this is what I started to do. This is how I got as good as I am at fantasy football. Not saying I'm the greatest because I still lose, but I think I'm pretty good. I started to say, okay, if there's a guy that I'm not willing to cut, I have to learn when to start him. Mm. I have to learn. I'll sit him on my bench for a week and watch him go off on my bench, and then I'll say, okay, what was it about that defense that, that the, worked okay. for DeMarco Murray? That's fair. And then I'll start to analyze other defenses every week. 
I would look at the upcoming defense and say, okay, is this that same type of defense? No, I'm going to go ahead and bench them. And if it was, then I started to have a better idea of the games, how they were going to game plan and the games that he was actually going to be effective in. Now, that's very difficult to do because Especially you're not always going to be right. when DeMarco Murray hasn't been effective at all this game. Yeah, you're but not, you're not, not, you're not always going to be right, and it's very difficult to do that. Look and see when they're performing and if there's something identifiable. If there's something specific see. about that defense, you know what I mean, then, then you take advantage of it. But other than that, so I've had guys I just kept on my bench all year, whether they performed or not, just so nobody else could have them. <laughs> Straight up. Like, I just, they're so. No, I don't want you know, to have them. I, nope, um, not going to happen. Just to, sorry, just to bring it back to the Colts running back backfield. So. We're supposed to be looking up the Giants running back backfield. Not the Colts. The Colts is Frank Gore. Yeah, but I thought you were saying. No, we were talking about the Giants. After Frank Gore, you don't even know who. We were talking about the Giants. Uh, I wasn't listening. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure behind Eli positive. Manning? Yes, positive. Because I mentioned Orleans Darkwa, who is oh, that's true. a Giants running back. You did. Yeah. You did. You did mention that. Yeah. Okay. Well, now that I have that Because yeah, there's Robert Turbin behind uh, Gore in Indianapolis and yeah. somebody else. Yeah. I know that backfield. Okay. So, Shane Vereen. Mm-hmm. Who's old. Yeah, that's what I'm like, Shane Vereen. Yep, yep that's where and he And then, landed. of course, Orleans Darkwa. Yep. Wayne Gallman? Yeah. I don't even know who that is. Exactly. Uh, that was your point. Yeah, so, so who do you start? Nobody. <laughs> that backfield is ridiculous. Nobody. It is terrible. That backfield is absolutely just, uh, I just stay far away from that running game. And that's yeah. why they're not, that's part of the reason why they're not good. The run doesn't open up the pass for them. It's very obvious pass situations yeah. in New York, so defenses yeah. have an easy time yeah, with shutting got, their offense down. They've got OBJ. They've got Brandon Marshall. They've got Sterling Shepard. And ben, Evan Ingram at tight end. And Yeah, and then Dwayne Harris and Roger Lewis right. in wide receiver two positions. Nobody else. So it's, and it's their very, tight end isn't – I mean – That's Evan Ingram. No, but what I'm saying is like – He's not like a. He's a rookie. So yeah, he's, he's not a he's, playmaker. He's coming or in, but he he will be. But even still, even if he becomes another receiving option, it's a clear passing situation. Who's quarterbacking for them right now? Eli Manning. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, he's so horrible. Yeah, because I'm looking. I've, they have Geno Smith as a backup. As a quarterback. backup, it's bad. It's bad. They have a hundred million dollar defense and not an offense to pair with it. Yeah, they have the ability to be good. They need a damn running back. And they don't have it. Mm. And Eli's getting killed. They don't even even if they had a good running back, they yeah. don't have an offensive line to protect him. Mm-hmm. Eli's getting killed back there. So it's stay away from that backfield. Uh, either stay way, pass away from them. Pass heavy game for that game. I think it's going to be fantasy goal. I think we're going to watch two bad teams throw the ball around for 48 minutes or for 60 Possibly minutes. Possibly to each other. And it's just See, gonna, that's the thing is I, when you have too. such – Well – That could be too. We, Hell, start their defenses. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You might want to start the defenses because you might have be all of a sudden they've got six turnovers and it's gonna, it's gonna be, two defensive It's going to be bad, real-life, good fantasy production. Yeah. That's what it's going to be. 
Um, fantasy led, and I hate I hate when I'm listening to other podcasts and they agree with me because then I feel like they said it first and nobody's gonna believe that I actually did come up with this. Yeah, that's true. The my fantasy led game of the week is Baltimore Oakland. It. Oakland's offense is beat to hell. In all honesty, I would have said uh, it's this is probably their offense game. is beat to hell. We've Stay watched Baltimore's offense for the last two weeks look like just like they just forgot how to play football. Although, Terrence West and Buck Allen are both yeah. guys where it seems like Baltimore doesn't really trust them. Uh, who's catching the ball in Baltimore? I I don't know. Uh, Oakland has a lot of good names, but if they're starting uh, EJ Manuel, I just Marshawn Lynch might be the only guy in that game that's What's worth the start. Baltimore against the run because Baltimore's defense has been horrible the last two weeks. Smacked. Yeah, they got smacked in uh, in London when they played against Jacksonville. They got like negative they five got torn or something. apart. Negative well, six. Yeah, uh, they got torn apart and then they got beat. Uh, last week, I don't remember who beat Pittsburgh against Le'Veon Bell, who went absolutely Crazy. insane. So against if him. if Oakland is going to be run dependent because you've got because a Carr rookie, is out. you got I'm sorry, not a rookie, but you've got a backup quarterback mm-hmm. in there. He's just going to be a game manager. They'll and win, but Marshawn Lynch might be able to run I all over Lynch Boston. Boston. I still feel over, like that um, makes it a fantasy led game. It's yeah, be, but I'm just saying yeah. for if you're considering if you have Lynch and you've been disappointed in his yep. performance, this might be a if good matchup a to start him in. If there's a week, this is the week. All right, so we've got some water bets that we we are keeping track. And again, I'm going to remind Tony that it's his job what? to get the YouTube videos up. Oh. Yeah, my job. YouTube videos. I got the draft videos up there. So what other YouTube videos do I got to get up? You need to make sure the Fantasy Football Show YouTube channel is up and running, uh-huh. not your own personal YouTube channel. And then we're going to post these on there? <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. I-, I will remind you all week this week. Okay. I'll get it done. So that our listeners will I'll have a YouTube channel that they can go see the water bets yeah, being paid. We gotta do that. And then you also. That means you owe one now too, though. That's true. So it's not I will just be getting me. watered. You will be getting watered. So we should. Should we do the wheel now for your water bed? No, we should do the wheel when we actually get the video up. Okay. Because we did my wheel already, dude. Remember? Yeah, well, yeah. That, it was waterer's choice. No, it wasn't. See, don't be trying to know it wasn't. Yeah, it was. It was choice. And then it, no, it's it the hike. It. So I have to hike it to you. All I right. remember. Big question in my memory. Whatever, man. Anyway, so good luck to you all. Remember to monitor those injuries, especially through tomorrow. Yes. Thursday is usually when we get um, some, some even... Better. I, I don't want to say better because it's not detailed. better. Yeah, more, more detailed, detailed injury news reports. And what on, happens on Thursday is usually a much better indication of moving into of how, Sunday. Exactly. Exactly. So if you have the guys that are not practicing or not even walking through on Thursday, then I would start, start to thinking alternates. about making some pickups, making some changes. Don't forget your bye um, weeks this week. We've got Atlanta, New Orleans, Washington, and... Denver. Denver. 
on by and as always may the odds be forever in your favor your favor see y'all next time